Hi, and welcome to the Quick and Dirty Romance Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Sky McDonald, author of the Auntie Bell series. And I'm Sarah Smith, author of Faker, If You Never Come Back, and Simmer Down. Each episode, we'll dive deep into what it's like to be a contemporary romance author. We'll talk writing inspiration, give you the inside scoop about the publishing world, chat about how we write those infamous sex scenes, and more. And then we'll pull out and wrap it up in 30 minutes or less. But we promise to leave you satisfied. So if you haven't already read our books, please be sure to check them out after you listen to the podcast and feel free to DM us with any questions or requests you have for future episodes. As always, your likes, reviews, and comments mean a great deal to us and help us very much. So we appreciate you leaving a review after you've listened as well. Well. Yes. <laughs> Sarah, happy holidays early. Um, yeah, I don't know. Happy holidays to you too. Thank you. I'm starting to see lots of holiday and festive themes around uh, on different platforms and in stores as I go past. Um, how are you feeling? I am feeling good overall. I mean, I think the world is still a little bit chaotic mm-hmm. and a little bit, you know, just a little bit of the, the craziness, but I, I feel really thankful that I have a lot of um, wonderful things happening right now. And I'm surrounded by a lot of really wonderful, lovely people. So I'm thankful for that. Um, how about you? How are you feeling? <laughs> I'm feeling about the same. Uh, I would bet that many of our listeners are as well. Um, you know, there's a balance to be had between thankful and super happy. And yet at the same time, in lockstep with that uh, sense of weightiness and weariness um, and knowing that there's a lot going on that's just, I mean, as ever, but more intensely now, I think. I think it's fair that we're all feeling super intense time. 2020 has been intense. And like you, I've got a lot going on that I'm super excited about, um, but there is a lot. Uh, and, you know, there's a there's a song that I listen to around Thanksgiving. It's kind of one of my things with my mom, but it's by this artist named Dawes and it's called a little bit of everything. And so it's like the, the refrain is like, it's a little bit of everything. And I think that's quite the way to sum things up right now. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm up. I'm down. I'm sad. I'm happy. It's all the things. Um, yeah. But um we both have exciting projects we're working on and all sorts of things, but we're thankful that you guys are listening to us today or watching us on YouTube, however you're doing it. Um, we're going to be talking today about this thing that I've got going this week called Anti-Bell Thanksgiving. So Sarah has graciously let me sort of take over uh, for today and give you all a little toe into what this week is going to bring. Um, we are starting today, so I hope you're listening on Monday. And if not, feel free to jump in at any point that you are listening over the course of this week. Um, but Anti-Bell Thanksgiving, as you as you probably know, Anti-Bell Books is my publishing business. And the whole thing about being an Anti-Bell is loving yourself so you can claim your happily ever after. And being a woman or man or anything else where you're just owning your shine. And so it means a lot to me to be able to talk about those kind of things. And Sarah, I'm super excited to talk about all this with you because we're going to go through the hashtags for the week, um, which many people probably have seen floating around on Instagram by now. It is an Instagram game. um, And I want you to come in and play with us, whoever is listening. Uh, There will be giveaways and all kinds of grand things going, and you can check out more information on Instagram for that. 
for today, we're just going to work through the prompts. Um, we're just going to go and talk about each one of them and how, what they, how they apply to each of us. So I will kick it off with an interrogation. Um, today, as we're releasing this podcast is Monday, November 16th. And today's prompt is blessings in disguise. Um, and the question is, what is your favorite slogan or mantra or an opportunity that turned out better than you had anticipated or a setback that turned into a breakthrough? Anything where you've kind of used a slogan and you've powered through some difficult stuff. That is a really good prompt. And I admittedly, I've been thinking about it because I feel like, um, you know, I feel like this could, I like it as a prompt because I feel like it can apply to almost everybody and what they have experienced. So I actually, it made me think of this like saying or I don't even know if it's a motto. It's probably not, it's not revered enough to be a motto, but it always makes me laugh and it always gives me perspective. And that is saying, suck it up buttercup. <laughs> have you ever heard that? <laughs> Yes. Yes. My, uh, one of my best friends says that a lot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I, okay. So one, I think it's really cute and funny and it always makes me laugh when I hear it. Um, but two, it also helps give me perspective and I don't like, I don't like it when people are dismissive of other people's, like if you're going through something or if you're having a bad day and people are just like, you know what, just whatever, just get over it. It's not a big deal. Like that's not, I don't think that that's a very helpful thing to say to somebody. Um, but I do think though, on the other side of that, that there is a point where, and I don't like, if you're going through something serious or tragic, I don't like, obviously that is different and you know, nobody should ever tell you to suck that up. That's horrible. But like, you know, we all have bad days. We all have like days when we try stuff or we're doing something and it, you know, it ends up in shambles or something. You're just like, this sucks. I'm going to go lay on the couch screw this. But then at some point you just have to be like, you know what? Suck it up buttercup. Like tomorrow's a new day. You're going to be fine. Look at all these other things you have going on for you. And you know, but it's like a cute, sweet way to say like, get over it, but in a nice way, you know? And I don't know. I don't know if that makes sense. It makes sense to me in my weird head. It really does. Um, it's funny that you brought up that um, because I had a moment a couple of years ago when my entire life was literally personally falling apart and I had never experienced anything of the sort. And I was figuring out a lot and I was really struggling and I had been on a break from teaching like on my, my lunch period and I had just fallen apart and I was crying. Like I was crying badly and I knew I had to go back into the classroom and I'm not taking that energy into the classroom. That's not the student's deal. They don't need that. Um, so I remember telling myself, like, get your shit together, get your shit together. And then I just stopped in that moment. I was like, I don't have to, I don't have to be that hard on myself. It's, it's okay that I'm not together right now. It's okay that I'm not okay. Um, you will, you will get through it, but it's okay to not be like, well, get over it. Like it's, it's all right to be there for a moment. Um, but I do think you're right. We can't wallow in the things, right? Uh, we definitely can't. So I do like that cutesy little phrase as like a sweet, uh, sweet, but sassy way to put it. That's, that's fun. Good one. Yeah, I, I figure it worked well with your anti-bell. Oh yeah. I feel like your anti-bells and your books would totally say yes. something like that. <laughs> yes. 
Yes. Geez, when I go back and edit book four, I might have to throw that in. Um, oh, I hope you do. <laughs> yeah, why not? Why not? That's fun. Um, of course, this is all coming from not suitable for work because in the book, she sees that quote, uh, there is no substitute for accurate knowledge, know yourself, know your business and know your men. And over the course of the book, it like becomes all of this different levels of meaning as Celeste tries to figure out who she actually is. So I think, I think suck it up buttercup could, could definitely be cross stitch on a pillow somewhere for sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um, I guess my mantra uh, just really quickly probably going to go with the Beatles shocking no one who actually knows me because I am a huge Beatles fan, but uh, the love you take is equal to the love you make. Um, and that, that comment or that idea that what you give, you get. And I think I've always just loved that. And also John Lennon, life is what happens to you while you're busy making other plans. That's one of my favorite, favorite lines. Uh, it helps me remember to remain in the moment. So, yeah. I like both of those. I, I think they're both really applicable and they can resonate with almost everybody. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think the Beatles do that, but I'm a little bit biased because <laughs> <laughs> I am such a huge fan. Um, all right. So tomorrow's prompt, uh, so everybody can get ready for it, is your cheering squad. So through thick and thin, who's got your back? And then of course, since this will be on Instagram, the whole idea is to get your photos ready. But Somebody you would cheer out or shout out, Sarah, who's always got your back. Um, well, I mean, I'm lucky enough that I have multiple people that I can think of right now. Um, you included, obviously. Right? I was going to say that too. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's the, the whole reason why we're doing this. Right? Um, but I, I got, you know, I'm lucky enough. I have really supportive family, a really supportive partner. I have a really supportive cat who won't leave me alone right now. Um, <laughs> But one of, uh, probably one of the people who's coming to mind right now is my really good friend, Stephanie Simpson. She is also a romance author and she is just one of the most supportive people ever. And I'm still shocked that she wants to be my friend because like I, <laughs> no, because I like, I met her on Twitter when I found her book and then I read her book and I loved it. So I tweeted at her like a creep, like, Oh my God, I love your book. And I love you. Like, like a weirdo does. And she was still so nice to me. And we, um, yeah. And we just started a friendship that way. When I went to England a couple years ago, we met in person and that was so fun, but she, um, yeah, she's just somebody who I know, like I can turn to for support and she, um, she, you know, reads my work sometimes when I'm, um, writing a new manuscript or a new book. I have a new idea for something. And she, I mean, she's honest, but she's never, you know, she's never mean. She's never, um, you know, you know, some people are like honest, but they're jerks about it. You know? <laughs> yeah. She's not like that at all. She's just a really sweet, genuine person. And I'm lucky to have her as part of my cheering squad. Um, who is your, who, or who is somebody on your cheering squad? Well, you immediately spring to mind. And in fact, you know, we do have a very, wonderful group of friends, the ones we got to watch Pride and Prejudice with. Um, so Sonia and JL and Stephanie, it's, it's a really great, great little group there. Uh, I'm very thankful to know this squad of romance ladies. I think that's wonderful. Um, see, people who always have my book, my sister, Sarah, 
also named Sarah. Sarah's are really, really wonderful people. I've known many of them. And I also, on that note, I know that Stephanie and I have both agreed wholly that we do not understand how you can say such things. You are the a champion friend to have, um, especially for, for like people who are a little bit salty like me. So uh, I, I always appreciate you. But my sister Sarah is, always has my back. Um, my friend Lindsay is, is always there and like has been there for 20 years. Um, my great friend, my oldest friend, um, Brooke, who is book Amore on Instagram. Um, she has been my friend since eighth grade. And, you know, there are friends that you have, you're like, you think you're, they're your besties in high school, but then they like completely stab you in the back. Brooke was like always there. She was always there. She was always great. Um, I would say that those are, those are really, and of course, like my parents, you know, my mom and dad are always wonderful and beautiful people. Um, but yeah, uh, I'm, I'm very lucky to have, and it's funny how like people do come and go, but there are those that just, they stick and that's really such a beautiful thing. So Sarah, Sarah, Lindsay and Brooke would definitely be, definitely be my people. Um, I like that one very much. Yeah. I love that. That's so great. Yeah, it is. It makes me smile. Like even talking about all this right now, I'm smiling bigger than I've smiled like in a while. So this is really great. I'm so excited we're kicking off this week this way. Um, all right. So Wednesday's question is, what's your pleasure? Uh, yep. But uh, actually what I'm asking about is your indulgences. Okay. So anything from a long bath to hot coffee, like what, what, what are your, what are your pleasures? What do you, what makes your heart happy? Okay. So right now, um, my pleasure is thirst scrolling, um, hotties on Instagram. (laughs) That's probably not wholesome at all, but like, I, you know, the world is out of control right now. And that's like a simple thing that makes me very happy. Although I do have to be careful because I don't know if you listen to our past episodes that can get me into a little bit of trouble. You should listen to those episodes if you want to know what that is about but I don't know there's just something maybe it's because I write romance like I'm always like looking for inspiration or I always want to be doing things that I um could maybe incorporate into a book someday or into a story and I mean like thirst scrolling is a great way to like (laughs) um come across book boyfriend inspiration in my (laughs) opinion so um and it's like I I I know I sound like a creep right now but I'm I'm not doing anything like I'm not harassing people online or anything like that it's and it's people who have put their um like Instagram models or Instagram influencers or whatever because they want people to look at their pictures I'm not like creeping on a middle school teacher or something like that it's nothing like that no it's just I don't know. It makes my heart happy. And (laughs) it's just like, it's what's keeping me sane right now. So Sky, what is, what's your pleasure? And I hope it's not as weird as mine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I love the, I love the term thirst scrolling. Like, I don't know if you coined this, but I'm going to give you the credit. Um, I I heard it from, I don't know who I heard it from. It's not mine, but that's very kind of you. (laughs) Um, but I love it. I love it. Um, I would say that the things that make my heart happy are the moments where I can kind of get outside of my head and just like enjoy something for a time. So oh, I'll tell you something that's like become my new thing in the last two weeks. I have a Peloton. Yeah. Yeah. I did that in quarantine. If I did, um, 
but there's this uh, one of the Peloton instructors, Allie Love. Uh, every Sunday, she does a 30 minute ride and it's called Sundays with Love. But it's basically like it's like inspirational church on a on, on a workout, um, non non religious, but in, inspiring. So like she takes you through this ride where you're like sweating and you're working, but you're also like listening to her sort of ruminate on a topic such as patience or perseverance. And it's like you're getting the empowerment and the power of workout. And like, I have been there for that for a couple of weeks now. Um, but you know, I went for a beautiful hike yesterday, uh, not yesterday, the, uh, last week. And so I, I did that and it was really great. Um, but then, you know, to a glass of wine at night, that is also a little pleasure of mine. Um, anything where you like, just are in, in this time, you're like, oh, this is nice without having to like, think about all the things or plan out or do a to-do list. Anything that gets me out of that is, is very, very welcome, I would say. I love that. I think, and I, you know, I know Peloton gets kind of a weird rap sometimes, but I, I think that's great that you found a way to stay active during this time where we can't go to well, gym and stuff. And- yeah, you know me, like personal trainer and certified spin instructor, giving my resume, sorry about that. But no, but like, I, I'm dying to go back and teach spin. And I know that I can't unless Peloton wants to hire me, in which case I have playlist Peloton. <laughs> but um, no, I just, I love, I love that kind of energy and movement. So it's super important. Like for me, it's just one of the things that I find a great release in. Uh, and I also, I guess on that note, do love teaching and training people um, because I love watching them shine too. So yeah, I love my clients and working with people in that way. So yeah. Um, all right, moving right along to Thursday, which Thursday is a week from Thanksgiving. Whoa, that's why we're doing anti-bell Thanksgiving. It just, it feels so like, it feels like this year is eternal and yet I can't believe it, but okay. Um, right, so because it's a week from Thanksgiving, the Thursday prompt will be share your table. And so I will tell you, I am sad, Sarah, because of all the things that have been canceled this year from author con- book cons to everything, um, my parents had to cancel their trip to see me. So because it's just not safe, it's just not safe. And it's one of those things where it's like, well, it might be okay, but, but we really know we, we shouldn't be taking those chances. So because we're further apart this year, the question for Thursday will be, your go-to food for your family feast, um, which of course basically is Thanksgiving, but if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, any of your go-to foods. Um, And of course the second part of this prompt will be to tag people who are invited to your imaginary table. But I guess the quick question here is the go-to food for your feast, Sarah, what must a feast have? (laughs) Okay, so, and this might be a little bit unconventional, but it is something that I'm familiar with just because I have grown up with it my whole life, but, um, it, and it is a huge giant wok of punset, which is, um, a noodle dish, um, from the Philippines that my mom and her family would make a lot. And I love it because every time uh, my siblings and I would come home to our mom's house for the holidays, she would, it never failed. She would always make a huge, like her, on her <laughs> stove, there'd be a giant wok and it would be full of punset, um, which is amazing. You should totally try it if you haven't had it. And I would always be like, how in God's name are we going to eat all that? And we always ate all of it because mm-hmm. it was delicious. So that is definitely a staple to my loved one's table. And when this 
all of this ends and we can all get together again, it'll be really nice to see them and cook that and share that specific dish together. Um, and I, and yeah, I guess, and then anybody in my life who is wonderful, you're always welcome to share a pancit with me. <laughs> Sky, Stephanie, Sonia, Jay, everybody. <laughs> yes. You mentioned in Simmer Down, right? Yes, yeah. It's, oh, um, yeah, it's a very popular Filipino noodle dish um, with rice noodles and vegetables and whatever kind of meat you have. It's just mm -hmm. really good and yummy. And it instantly makes me think of like happy family times. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah. How about you? What is yours? <laughs> um, I would say that my go-to on a feast, this is kind of a weird one, but they go with every meal, probably biscuits. Oh, I love uh, biscuits. Yeah. Representing my, <laughs> my roots in the South. Um, I, I think that you really need a biscuit to like, you know, soak it up. Um, mm -hmm. You know, and then of course you, you can have them for breakfast the next day. It's all good. Uh, biscuits and iced tea would definitely be staples um, of any feast um, coming out of Nashville for sure. Uh, another thing that is mine that's kind of random is applesauce, but it's homemade. My grandmother uh, taught me how to make hers and it's like deceptively simple, but homemade applesauce is like a, a go-to for me as well. So it's kind of like some random, but very Southern things, I think. I, I'm not from the South, but biscuits are one of my favorite foods yeah. ever. They're so good. And, and so people know American biscuits. We're not talking about like biscuits in other countries that are, I, I think that's what you would call a cookie, I guess, biscuit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So savory, flaky, fluffy biscuits. Um, yes. hundred yes. percent on board with that. Yes, a savory, uh, savory, but you can make it sweet because you yes. can jam or honey on it and really like go for it. Um, so I love it. Um, that's definitely, and I can make them. I make them really good. Mine are different than my mom's. I would never try to compete with her. You know how it goes. Um, but yeah. All right. So last one, and that'll be the weekend. I mean, it'll probably fly by as fast as this episode has. But on Friday, November 20th, the last question is, what gets you through? So a book, song, or film that always cheers you up. And of course, this goes in with not suitable for work as well, because the song New York City's Killing Me is very, very important. Um, but a book, song, or film, anything that sees you through the highs and lows of life. Oh, gosh. Again, it's hard to narrow it down to just one thing, because... I, there are a million things mm -hmm. um, that help get me through, which I'm thankful for. Um, but yeah, as far as books goes, I have my stash of tried and true favorite romances that anytime I'm in a rut, I just go and I reread my favorite parts or sometimes I'll reread the whole book. And that just like gives me all the warm and fuzzies that I need. Um, I also recently have been listening to a lot of like indie music for some I don't know why for some reason and there's a song by Tyler Williams I think his name is and it's um never stop and I that's just a very um a very sweet I it can be romantic but I think it it can also be like the kind of love you have for a family member or a friend too and that is just a song I've been listening to a lot lately that's been giving me a lot of happy feels and bringing back some really nice 
memories from people that I can't see right now because we're in pandemic quarantine time. So that, I mean, that for me right now is what's getting me through when I'm not thirst scrolling. So, <laughs> so Sky, how about you? What is getting you through? Oh, uh, the Beatles get me through. I know I've already mentioned them in this episode, so it's getting a little dull, but uh, they, they're like in my DNA to that point of fandom. Like we could play a trivia game about, like we can talk about the lyrics, like the Beatles get me through. Um, if I am happy, if I am sad, they have been the soundtrack of my life. And there are many bands and groups and artists that I adore like big time and listen to far more these days, right? Like I love Jason Isbell. Oh my God, Cover Me Up. That is probably like a lifetime favorite song. Um, there's a bunch by Jason though. Um, but yeah, it's like the Beatles are really at the core. Like that's where I come back to. It's like going home for me, if you, if that makes sense. Um, so that would definitely be, yeah, it's that deep. It's that deep. Um, but yeah, cover me up is a song that I can just like sing. Like I can't sing well, but I know all the words to all the songs. <laughs> so like, that's one that I will, I love, I love that song so much. Um, in terms of like shows, I would have to say arrested development always gets me through because it will always make me laugh. Um, and that's super important. Uh, you know, there are just moments where it's like, I just need to laugh hysterically right now. So that's definitely one. Um, books are tough because I don't often go back and reread books or I'll go, like we've talked about in a previous episode, like I'll go and read pieces of like Simmer Down or Faker or, you know, any of my favorites. Um, those are always like, I'll kind of like go and do like a little clip of it. Um, so yeah, but I mean... The Hobbit is also one because that was like what my dad read me when I was a kid. So even though I don't it, like, yeah, that would also be a, another one that's fun. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, thank you, Sarah, for doing this with me. I've loved hearing what these things or what these different prompts brought out in you, because I always love hearing what you have to say about any and everything, but it's, it's really beautiful to be able to just sit here and like grin and laugh and talk about all of, the things that we're thankful for, right? Like the beautiful big and little things, the people, the, the ideas. I don't know. It was great for me. Was it good for you, Sarah? <laughs> oh yeah, it was good for me. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you all so much for listening. And we're thank I'll thank you in advance for playing along with the Anti-Bell Thanksgiving game all week. If you like what you hear, please, please do be sure to leave us a review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. And if you haven't already read our books, be sure to check them out. They are Not Suitable for Work, Off the Record, and Nemesis by me, Sky McDonald, and Faker, If You Never Come Back, and Simmer Down by Sarah Smith. You can find us on Twitter at Quick and Dirty Rom and on Instagram at Quick and Dirty Romance. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Writer Sky McD. That is where you will see all the hashtags, although I think we'll probably be using the Instagram to shout it out as well. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram too. I am at author Sarah S. We love to hear from you. So reach out and DM us with any questions or requests for future episodes. Quick and Dirty Romance is part of the Frolic Podcast Network. Find more podcasts you'll love at frolic.media slash podcasts. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Happy holidays. Happy everything. Take care. Bye. Bye.